Welcome into the Fantasy First Podcast, only on the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Jeremy Betts, and I'm your host for this Tuesday, Thursday show, where we talk all things fantasy football two times a week, every week throughout the fantasy football season. Proud to be a part of the Fans First Sports Network and everything going on here at this great up-and-coming organization. I wanted to apologize in advance if I have a little bit of a choppy voice today, battling a little bit of allergies, a cold, something that is uh, making me a little less energetic vocally than I typically would be, maybe a little deeper, a little edgier vocally than I typically would be. I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, Let's break it down. Um, As always on the Tuesday show, we'll be uh, going over the week's biggest injury news. There were some big ones this week, especially at quarterback that we'll dive into here, as well as hitting the waiver wire wish list for week nine. Can you believe it's already week nine? I sure can't. There are some teams on by this week, so you're going to need to work the waiver wire. You're going to need to work your bench a little bit here. So let's dive into it along with the injuries. Let's take a look at the quarterbacks here. Kirk Cousins, super sad story, out for the season with an Achilles tear. Uh, Just unfortunate for him. Stand-up guy. He has been playing out of his mind, leading the Vikings back from what was a pretty drudging start to the season. Uh, a lot of miscontent Vikings fans to start the season, and that has changed for the better until week eight where he blew out that Achilles tendon and will be out for the remainder of the season. The Vikings currently have Nick Mullins as their primary backup who has been serviceable in his stops, but is definitely no Kirk Cousins. And when you're missing a guy like Justin Jefferson, uh, this offense could have some serious issues It really hurts for a guy like Cousins who is just feeding receivers like Jordan Addison and um, K.J. Osborne, T.J. Hawkinson, making them put up big numbers. Things could dip for those guys, and it's going to be tough to watch if Nick Mullins cannot carry on the mantle here, which pretty heavy, pretty big shoes to fill if he is the one that will be stepping in for Kirk Cousins for the remainder of the season. You had some other injuries as well. Kenny Pickett goes down with a rib injury in their disappointing loss to the Jaguars. It sounds like he has a chance to play. Mike Tomlin says the door was definitively ajar, which means it sounds like they're going to give him every opportunity to go out there and and do something to show that he can play in this game. They do not want to roll with Mitch Trubisky and or Mason Rudolph in Uh, this Thursday night football matchup against the Titans. Keep an eye on it. It's going to be tough for Kenny Pickett to make it back with it being a short week. But obviously, this does affect the the Steelers stars to a point as well. We did see George Pickens score a touchdown with with Trubisky in play. Um, But Trubisky is so turnover prone in his spot starts and and in his fill-in duties for Kenny Pickett over the last two seasons. It's not great. So uh, maybe best to stay away from your Steelers players this week because of injury. Matt Stafford goes down for the Los Angeles Rams, and it's a thumb injury on the throwing hand, so that is never good. MRI coming back. Uh, it may have come back by the time you hear this, but it's very likely that he misses some time here. Um, Brett Rippon is his backup. Not a guy you're going to want to fire up in your fantasy leagues, most likely. But also this hurts Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua and company in this offense. So something to watch there. Tyrod Taylor goes down with an injury for the 
Giants, but it sounds like Daniel Jones is on track to play in week nine. So that may actually be an improvement. You never know. D- Daniel Jones hasn't exactly been lighting the world on fire in the limited time he's been available. And then Desmond Ritter it was benched uh, due to a concussion, quote-unquote. He was in concussion protocol. He cleared it during the game, but now he's back on it. That's the question. Or did Arthur Smith just get tired of seeing the up-and-downs of Desmond Ritter and decide let's go with our veteran Taylor Heineken see if he can give us a chance to win football games and be a little bit more consistent in the tight NFC South race this could be a team actively looking for a quarterback at the trade deadline by the time you listen to this the trade deadline will be either quickly approaching or already gone so that will be the decision to watch their check these guys out throughout the week, these quarterbacks and their teams as you as they provide updates about their statuses. Moving on to the non-quarterback injury list, you've got Kendrick Bourne with a torn ACL for the Patriots. That's a big blow to their wide receiver room. He had been coming on strong in recent weeks. Devontae Parker also hurting in that offense. So now you've got not much left there in New England. Um, a rookie speedster in Davis, I believe. And then uh, you've got Juju Smith-Schuster still there. And maybe the tight ends get a little bit more, more run out of this offense in the coming weeks, but not a good thing for the, for the New England Patriots and Kendrick Bourne. Darren Waller left in like the first drive with an injury, uh, soft tissue injury, hamstring injury, I believe. So that's going to be something to watch for him who had been playing very well as well for the Giants. Drake London goes down with an injury. Curtis Samuel goes down with an injury. Uh, these wide receivers are are having a tough time with some of the soft tissue stuff and the concussion things. Um, but uh, those are all going to play into your fantasy plans this week. Drake London had been playing well. Curtis Samuel had been playing pretty well also for the Washington Commanders. And then I wanted to bring up a couple defensive injuries here that make a difference for the opposition and maybe players that you would start or not start against these teams if these players were healthy. For the Vikings, um, Alexander Madison is probably going to get more run here. Cam Akers is probably going to get more run here over the coming weeks because of Kirk Cousins' injury. They're going to rely more on this running game. And this week, that lines up pretty good for the Vikings because the Atlanta Falcons' best interior defender, Grady Jarrett, an all-pro at the position, is done for the season with an ACL tear of his own so that Falcons front I believe they just traded for a player yesterday from the Eagles to kind of help fill that spot a little bit but you can't replace a guy of Jarrett's caliber through the trade before the trade deadline or within the organization so the Vikings have a chance now to take advantage of this matchup in the run game up front and maybe just maybe get Alexander Madison uh, rolling in the run game that would be good for Madison owners and then Minka Fitzpatrick Going to miss time against this Will Levis now-led offense in Tennessee. Doesn't bode well for the Steelers secondary, but does bode well maybe for DeAndre Hopkins and company to make some noise against a Steelers secondary that has been very generous to receivers as it is. With Minka Fitzpatrick out, you've got to think that this Steelers team is even more uh, hampered on the back end and maybe DeAndre Hopkins, who will take on a tough task in Joey Porter Jr., but outside of him, 
the Steelers secondary has been very bad. So you're looking at maybe a chance for the Tennessee Titans on a Thursday night game to rock and roll a little bit in the passing game. We will see. All right, we're going to take our break really quick. And when we come back, it's going to be the waiver wire wish list. Don't go anywhere. The fantasy. Here on the Fantasy First Podcast, talking waiver wire wish list. The first half of the show, we broke down the injury news from across the league that has fantasy impact. Now we'll kind of settle into guys you need to be targeting in the waiver wire this week. <clears throat> several quarterbacks, several running backs and receivers that you need to be watching, and a couple tight ends to finish it out before we, as always, get to our QB streamers and defense special teams streamers for this coming week. All right. Let's talk about quarterbacks. Sam Howell, the fantasy QB one in week in week eight against the Philadelphia Eagles. Four touchdown passes, 360 plus yards through the air. Still taking a ton of sacks, still very up and down. But this guy needs to be rostered with as <coughs> with as unpredictable as the quarterback landscape has been, you can do worse than Sam Howell as your starter in most weeks, especially when he gets a good matchup. This matchup this coming week against New England is not a great matchup, but again, a lot of injuries, some teams on bye week. He might be a guy that you have to try to get on the field. And if he's available in your league, you can do worse than add him. Will Levis, again, coming back to this Thursday night game. Kind of a pivotal game in the fantasy focus this week um you've got will levis against the pittsburgh steelers giving up a lot of points to quarterbacks a lot of points to wide receivers it's a chance for levis to put up another good game the other rookie quarterback that the steelers face this season cj stroud played very well against them had a good fantasy day um will levis could also have a good fantasy day although it is a tough setting on the road making your first start against pittsburgh and tj watt on, on the road again, like I said, it, on Thursday night football, short week. Josh Dobbs, somehow he is still available in over 60% of leagues. He needs to be rostered. He's been putting together fantastic numbers on a fairly weekly basis. He's got two 10-point stinkers uh, a couple weeks ago and the week before. But the last two weeks and then the weeks before that, he has been a 16-plus 20-plus point score in most weeks, his rushing upside, giving him a lot of fantasy play here. Josh Dobbs is a guy that you need to roster if you uh, do not currently have him on your roster. I think they're playing, let's see, they're playing the Cleveland Browns this next week. Uh, a tough matchup for him, but still, it was a tough matchup against Baltimore, and he still put up 24 fantasy points this last week. He's a guy you can probably start if you need help at quarterback. Chuba Hubbard, I mentioned last week that Hubbard seemed like a guy that was going to start taking over RB1 duties for the Carolina Panthers, and he absolutely did for the Panthers in their first win of the season against the Houston Texans. Played very well. He's going to continue to, to grow and add more touches to his workload. He is a priority add this week. 
We've mentioned Imari DiMercato several times on here. Adam, if he's still available, scored nine-plus fantasy points in three straight weeks. He's got to be rostered at the very least. Even if you don't start him, get him on your roster with bye weeks and injuries. He might be somebody you have to play. Zach Charbonnet for the Seattle Seahawks is a is an ad this week you can do if you have if you're in a deeper league or you just have kind of a, a spot you want to open up for a guy with some potentially high upside if Kenneth Walker were to miss any time due to injuries or anything like that. He has shown at times he can be hurt. So Charbonnet would be a priority ad if he ever does, a priority play if he ever gets hurt. And so go ahead and jump ahead of the ball game here and add him if you've got space. Brandon Cooks, moving on to the wide receivers, has been on fire for the Dallas Cowboys the last few weeks. He needs to be added in all formats. The Cowboys offense starting to click, starting to realize their potential in the passing game. Cooks has been a main beneficiary of that the last few weeks. Um, Quentin Johnston for the Los Angeles Rams uh, could be a, an ad this week. Joshua or excuse, yeah, Joshua Palmer did go down with an injury in that game. I believe he was able to return later um, in the Sunday night football game, but still Johnston uh, can make plays. He's an athlete. He should be added if you uh, need somebody potentially to fill in on uh, a bye week or an injury situation. Rashid Shahid is just a big play machine. He's averaging 20-plus yards per reception this season, just an absolute monster on the deep ball. And Derek Carr's got good chemistry with him. He makes plays every week. He needs to be at it. Let's talk a couple tight ends here as well. Trey McBride, now that Zach Ertz is out of the picture for this season, Trey McBride is a guy you want to add to your roster. Even if you have a good tight end option, go ahead and get this guy rostered because he is going to have a big target share, number one. Uh, Kyler Murray's coming back, number two, in the next few weeks. And he put up 17-plus points in fantasy this week. So you've got a guy in McBride who can put up points. He's already shown it. He's a rising young player, has some upside for you. And then Jake Ferguson is rostered in less than 50% of leagues due to kind of a lull in production for a few weeks. Uh, But the last couple weeks, he's been very good, including this last week where he scored a touchdown, had uh, 50-plus receiving yards. He's playing well for this Dallas Cowboys team who, again, is rising up and playing well in uh, in the passing game these last couple weeks. Go ahead and add Jake Ferguson if you need some tight end help. All right, let's wrap this up real quick with my QB and defense special team streamers. I've got Baker Mayfield versus the Houston Texans. Mayfield scored 16 or more fantasy points in five of seven contests this year. He, he can be an absolute stud for you if you need him uh, as a streamer this week against Houston. And then Derek Carr, for some reason, is not rostered very much, um, but he's been very consistent as well, scoring 17-plus fantasy points in each of his last four games um, against Chicago this week, who just let Justin Herbert put up stellar numbers against them. Uh, he has a chance to to be very good for your team as a streamer this week. And then don't forget about the defenses. Uh, the Vikings are playing the Atlanta Falcons, who just lost Grady Jarrett. Um, Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking backwards here. The the Vikings are playing the Atlanta Falcons, who have issues at quarterback in Desmond Ritter. They've got injuries at wide receiver uh, with Drake London. Could be a good spot for um for the Vikings against the Falcons. And then finally, the Chargers, who had finally a good day defensively against Chicago on Sunday Night Football. They're playing a Jets team that loves to give the ball away, loves to 
create splash for the opposing defense. The Chargers, you could do worse than to stream them in week nine for your fantasy football team. All right, that's going to do it for me here on this edition of the Fantasy First Podcast. Be sure to tune in on Thursday for the TNF episode and DFS Darlings episode. We're going to run over both the Thursday night football slate and the DFS slate for Sunday's action. The, excuse me, the Fantasy First podcast has you covered for that. Don't miss it on Thursday. Okay.